InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Government regulators appear poised to institute speed limits for the trucking industry. But trucking advocates are pushing back, saying there are significant flaws in the plan. Here with more, InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now is Andrew King, research analyst for the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association, which lobbies for 150,000 owner-operator truck drivers. Andrew, some of those drivers say rigs with devices limiting their highway speeds might actually experience more collisions than now. Tell us how so. Yeah, so when we ask our members about their experiences and views of speed limiters, the top three issues that they mention are lack of passing speed increased congestion, and being rear-ended. Those are their top three concerns. And I imagine anyone who's been on the highway and they've noticed that sometimes they actually have to accelerate to get away from an issue or a danger, and this would effectively prohibit that from being able to take place, as well as slowing down all of traffic in a way, and also just creating speed differentials between trucks and passenger vehicles, which is obviously something we would want to avoid. And you say trucks with speed limiters might make car drivers angry. Explain how that would work. I think you were hinting at that a minute ago about the differential. Absolutely. We call them elephant races here. Other people might have different names for them. But if you ever had two trucks side by side and one's going maybe one or two miles an hour faster than the other, and there becomes this really long train behind them. And that's because one, if not both of those, are speed limited. And that definitely will increase some frustration amongst our drivers. But in certain states like Texas, for example, there's speed limits of 85 miles an hour. If you were to effectively limit speeds on trucks to, say, 60 miles an hour or 65 miles an hour, which is something that FMCSA, the agency that regulates trucking, has proposed, that's like a 20, 25 mile an hour difference between the two which is going to make drivers a little upset. They'll have to accelerate, decelerate, trying to get around those bigger trucks. And pick up on that, if you would, for us, Andrew. It's not just a question of seeing if you can get in the next lane to go around. What do some drivers, car drivers, actually do when they get too impatient? Oh, just driving too close to the truck in general. There's a lot of things I feel like most passenger vehicles don't realize, and that's the blind spot of a truck, you know, riding them or cutting them off. I mean, we see that all the time is these quick interactions to cut off. All these can be problematic and cause issues for the driver too. Just the stress of normal day traffic is enough. And then to add others zooming in and around them or even passing them on the right-hand side can all be issues that can create hazards. But if the idea is to prevent trucks from speeding on the highways, what do you believe would happen on surface streets? Would trucks obey the limits there? That is a great question. In fact, there have been surveys on that particular topic where safety managers of trucking companies, 88% of them stated that if speed limiters were in effect, their drivers would drive faster than normal in those speed limited zones that are under 60, 65. And in fact, what we find in statistics, 78% of fatal crashes actually occur below 65 miles an hour. And so This is an issue. It could make safety worse for the very reasons of what you're asking about. And it seems like the reason for that is they would want to perhaps speed through construction zones, bad weather, so that they can make their deliveries on time. Is that the idea? 
Oh yeah, they're on a clock. ELDs make that even more so. You know, it's very strict and rigid. You got 14 hours of on-duty time, 11 hours of driving time to get your low completed. And of course, you know, these, especially owner operators, you know, they have families they're trying to support. And so it can incentivize them to push harder than they should. It also could increase the number of trucks on the road just because delivery times could be delayed and that could impact congestion and other things. We're visiting with Andrew King, research analyst for the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association, which lobbies for 150,000 owner-operator truck drivers. Now, Andrew, some of those who favor devices limiting trucks' highway speeds say that crashes when trucks are traveling at higher speeds are more deadly than crashes while traveling at lower speeds. Are the advocates wrong? No, in basic physics, obviously, it's going to be more severe when the speeds are higher. But at the same time, I think it would be better if there were less crashes overall. And we see through research and studies and just things we see on the road every day that something like mandating speed limiters would, in fact, increase crashes. So you're going to have more likelihood for having those injuries and fatalities simply because of this speed differential, this unsafe speed differential that would be caused because of this. We spoke before about speed limiters creating a potential unsafe difference in truck speed versus car speed. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, though, says research shows trucks already drive significantly slower than passenger vehicles. Your response? I would say that depends on which road you're on, but something like this would cause it to be even more so. You know, again, going back to the example with Texas, and I think in some of the states out west that have 80, 85 mile an hour speed limits, this is a huge issue. And there is research on both sides, but we have quite a bit showing the dangers of having that kind of difference that when a vehicle is traveling 10 miles an hour slower than the speed of traffic, there's a 227% more likelihood of interaction. And it's those interactions that increase crash risk. The American Trucking Association has supported speed limiters on trucks and cars. So is that a good solution? Speed limiters for everyone? Well, what we want to see is traffic flowing at the same rate of speed. So if you're going to limit one, then you need to limit all. That's kind of getting back to the dangers is having the differential in speed. So if everyone is flowing at the same rate of speed, then that would obviously be the most safe environment. And finally, truckers have commented that speed limiters might cause many drivers to park their trucks and just quit. Might that happen in a big way, do you think? And if so, what would that do to the supply chain, which is already pretty much under siege? It definitely can. Same thing happened when ELDs, electronic logging devices, were put into effect in 2017. There were definitely drivers who said, I've had enough, we've been overregulated. And these are usually drivers that have a lot of experience. They've been on the road for 20 plus years. They're your safest drivers. And potentially you might have some of them giving it up, which would mean there would obviously be supply chain issues like you mentioned, but it also could lead to safety problems because you'd have to fill those seats with new drivers. Obviously, it takes a while for them to gain that experience, to gain that safety record. So we see this as being not just a productivity issue, but also a safety issue. Andrew King with the Owner Operators Independent Drivers Association. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack. 
a production of Syndication Networks.